Hello, my name is Fru, and with my co-host Alana, we are Detective Divas. And in this episode, we'll be discussing feminism and the femme fatale. So, you may be wondering, what is feminism and what is a femme fatale? Feminism runs on creating equal rights and opportunities for all, as well as dismantling patriarchal systems. The femme fatale is a seductive and clever woman who is likely to cause distress to men involved with her. This character is especially important in noir films. As Crime Reed states, in the 1940s and 50s, she was a projection of misogynistic inadequacy, the dangerous woman who lures a good man to his doom or moral compromise for her own gain. Thanks, Faru. So this is Alana, and now I'm going to be talking to you about how the femme fatale scene in literature, specifically in the Sherlock Holmes story, A Scandal in Bohemia, which was written by Arthur Conan Doyle in 1891. So brief backstory about the story. In the story, we see that there's a femme fatale, Irene Adler, and she has some compromising photos of the king of Bohemia. He comes to Sherlock to try to get him to get the photos back from Irene, and Sherlock tries using his typical disguises and deception. However, he's unable to, and Irene gets away, outsmarting him in the end. So let's see about how she is actually considered a femme fatale in the story. For one, she's said to have a soul of steel, but also the most beautiful face of all women. She's described as the daintiest thing, but she's also powerful and threatening, especially considering that she lives on Serpentine Avenue. She's cunning and sneaky like a snake, and Arthur Conan Doyle makes sure to point this out. We also see how Irene Adler acted in the story. She uses seduction, specifically her body, to be able to attract the king and take photos, giving her power over him to be able to have a safeguard to do anything she wanted which gave her her independence because she knew that if the king tried to hurt her, she would be able to threaten him with the photos. She also is seen as the one person that is able to outsmart Sherlock Holmes, which was impressive considering she was a woman, and at the time, they didn't think much of that. So what makes her a true femme fatale is her being able to use her sexuality for destruction. In this case, she didn't really need to. She wasn't planning on using the photos as long as the king played her no harm. But she still had that in case. And so society viewed this as something negative at the time because they didn't think women should be able to own their sexuality, even if it was for their benefit at times. Um, But we can see the same theme in political scandals in the 60s with Marilyn Monroe and the 90s with Monica Lewinsky, who were the femme fatale of their era. Marilyn Monroe was considered a sex symbol of the 60s and specifically got famous for capturing JFK's attention. While men associated her with sex and seduction, she was also considered dangerous at the time because she had the power to cause a political scandal that could ruin JFK's career, ultimately causing his destruction. Fortunately, she was the one destroyed by society in the end, seeing as she would only be seen as a sex symbol of the time, whereas JFK was still seen as this great president that had great public ratings and everyone thought was gone too soon. So she got the short end of the stick and was never seen as something more than being a seductress and a negative view by society. We see a similar pattern with Monica Lewinsky in the 90s. She was a young woman working for Bill Clinton as his intern, and they were sexually intimate, which was discovered. 
And while this was a huge political scandal, he remained rather unscathed at the time, whereas her career was essentially ruined, and people only saw her as that girl, or the woman who only worth was in terms of having sexual relationships with someone. So while she was the femme fatale by encompassing sexuality and destruction, ultimately she was slut-shamed, and incidents like these were ones that gave the Me Too movement the traction it needed to end this narrative around women. Before I get into how the Me Too movement is impacted by femme fatale characters, I want to share the background of it first. It was created in 2006 by the sexual assault survivor and activist Tarana Burke. However, the Me Too hashtag went viral in 2017, amplifying the voices of victims around the world. Though the femme fatale archetype was meant to paint sexually liberated and empowered women as devious, it has shown women that they can do whatever they put their minds to, despite sexist views. Whether that be being a leader, intelligent, independent, or confident, these powerful women in our society show women everywhere that they should not be defined by the actions of men around them. This is especially important when discussing the Me Too movement. Violence against women has been normalized for far too long and still is. Women are characterized by their sexual past, as you see with Monica Lewinsky, and it is disgusting. It makes it so much more terrifying for women to be vocal about their abuse. Femme fatales and works like Sherlock, or in real life, empower women to be their authentic self. Though the character trope has changed over time, the embodiment of feminism, or better yet, womanism, is still prevalent and needed for upcoming generations of bright young girls. We can see this today in figures such as Jamila Jamil, who uses her platform to talk about body positivity and what it means to be an activist. Amber Rose, who started the Slut Walk to speak out against slut shaming and double standards. And Amandla Sternberg, who discusses sexuality and representation. The femme fatale is no longer only about women whose goal it is to bring down a man, but a woman who knows herself and lives that out truthfully. It's inspiring to see that the femme fatale movement has been changed and now the negative light that was once cast on women in this way in literature has now been changed in modern movies. You know, we can see this in American Pie Girls Rules, which discusses three girls' sexual journeys throughout their teens, getting to the nitty gritty, but ultimately saying that these women come out on top and that they have these shared experiences together. And Enola Holmes, which is about the sister of Sherlock Holmes, discovering how powerful she is due to her feminist mother. So also learning, you know, how to be her own person and embrace the gifts that she has being a woman instead of being um, dragged down in, you know, the literature that was written at the time of Sherlock, her brother. Even in Legally Blonde, you know, showing that women are worth more than how they look and that they can do whatever they put their minds to. I think this is important for women to see because when you read ancient literature and you see, oh, this is how women were viewed, this is what people thought, it can be disheartening um, because you want to embrace the changes, you, you know, your mind, like what you can do, your sexuality as a woman. So to see and have this positive influence growing up is really important for young women to be able to grow. Um, so. When we think about young women being impressionable, we should also take a look at the role models in society. And I think one of the ways that we can explore this is looking at the Kardashians and how you know, they've been kind of a part of both movements of the classic femme fatale, but now of the Me Too movement. Um, and how this really connects to society and young women today as they are definitely seen as role models all across the world. 
But looking specifically at Kim, you know, she started out when she got famous as just someone who used her body to promote her own brand and that this her brand image was all about seduction and being sexy and capturing the attention of men and this is how society viewed her and it was that she wasn't worth as much and that if anything she just caused destruction to society when her sex tape was released and this is a view that all of society had and young women did not support but now and that was the femme fatale movement but now we can see that there's something else now we see that they're more part of the me too movement in terms of supporting women you know they've gone and done so much since then you know kim's become a lawyer she's fought for prison reform she's gotten men that have been actually innocent freed and like if we had kept what society viewed them as in this femme fatale image then who knows how society can actually transform and it's okay to have that transformation it's okay for young women to understand you go through all walks of life um but it's not okay to keep someone confined in this role because for Monica Lewinsky, for Marilyn Monroe, they were kept in this role that they had done wrong. When in actuality, you know, mistakes can be made, but that shouldn't define your whole life. And I think as far as the Kardashians can go, they have their own set of issues. But in terms of the impressions that they can make and how they can really transform their lives, I think it's a great role model for women to have and come to terms that women really can do everything, you know, to reiterate that point and the importance um, that role models can have in society. So thank you for listening. And this has been Detective Divas, hosted by Farooq and Alana, talking about feminism, the Me Too movement, and the femme fatale's impact on women around the world.